This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mix. It's about to get all stupid up in here! Light them up, light them up, light up. Welcome everybody, Saturday, July 20th, 2013, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. This week we are back from the IPCPR trade show. We have all the news, cigars, brands, everything that's going on uh, in the world of cigars and even the rumors. We have crazy names, uh, some real, some not. Retirement from an old friend and a young employee. Uh, Chuck is not here, but pinch hitting for him is Rich on the wheels over here. Hi, Rich. Hey, guys. How we doing? Very good. And uh, we have Sean in the studio, and here is Mr. Jonathan. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire, at the Nashua Two Guys. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist... We demand you light up right along with us. You can catch us on one of the seven syndicated radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in right at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live. You can also catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes and set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends at the Cigar Station, which I did not check out at the IPCPR. They were there waiting for you. The only booth I didn't go to. I'm very embarrassed. I'm so sorry, Jim. Uh, so two guys, what, what am I talking about? Cigar Station. Cigarstation.com. They replay our show twice on Sunday from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Okay, we just came back. It was a show of all shows. Uh, I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. I am suffering from jet lag. I didn't even think it was real. Yeah. <laughs> I have I, no idea what day, day today is. And I told you how tough it was going to be. It's much easier going to work, right? That's no oh vacation. Oh, my God. This is vacation. This is vacation. Being going back to at work. work. Sort of. And uh, there was lots of cigars, and we're going to give this one to Rich over here. I'd love to give him the exact one we're smoking. Uh, we're giving him the uh, 356 of it. But this is uh, Aging Room. And aging Are you room sure this is the one you want to smoke first? Yeah, we're going to smoke this first. Are you sure? Because they say it's the strongest one. Fatissimo. This is Aging Room. This is the room, strongest thing they've M21. ever made. Okay, let's, let's give it a shot and see what it is. And we're going to hear uh, Rafael Nodell. I, I did manage to get around on the last day of the show. I went around and I talked to uh, everybody that I could, everybody that was available about their new cigars, what they have uh, released at the IPCPR, and this is, uh, this is the one that Rafael wanted to talk about. This was the big deal. This is uh, aging big deal. room. Their, their booth was slammed yeah. the whole They're hot. show. They're hot worldwide. They do so much business out in Europe. Everybody's all over this stuff. Actually, they expected bigger in the U.S. and less in Europe. And Europe's going crazy. And now everybody here in the U.S. is saying, okay, we're missing this thing. Uh, we haven't been missing it. We've been all over this since the first one. Absolutely. Uh, but this is small batch M21 FF Fortissimo. F Fortissimo? I believe it's Fortissimo, and that's just how you spell it. It's two Fs. Two Fs? I, I doubt it. Well, why would they put two Fs there? I don't know. That is how you spell it. Uh, this is Boutique Blends. Uh, it's the from guy. the word forte, meaning a strong. Really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a um, 
a shape cigar. Figurado, right? It's a, every shape cigar is a figurado. There's a torpedo, there would be a torpedo. Uh, bellicoso, there would be a bellicoso. But all of them would be figurados. Figurados. A figure. This is the some sort of shape. Fortissimo figurado. So if if you guys know what a uh, a Toro Fuente short story is, for instance, this would be pointed like the Hemingway series, um, but tapered down at the end. And this is maybe a six inch cigar. Five and a half, six inches, yeah. Uh, the M21. It's a um, beautiful wrapper. I don't know anything about it. Uh, this was the first year I've been going to the trade shows. My God, over 20 years. This is the first time I went to the trade show and didn't only visited one booth. Your own. My own. I was at my <laughs> own booth, and we'll get into you, that. You were busy, man. You were busy. Listen, I kept, uh, I kept going. I, I, uh, I, I, we had a, a little booth called United Cigar Retailers. Uh, as you hear in the radio show, uh, uh, the Cigar Authority, United Cigar Retailers Network. Radio Network, yeah. yeah what we try to do is network with other retailers uh, and help them, uh, brick-and-mortar retailers, try to help them survive through um, the changing times of the cigar industry. Did you say that to anyone? Did you say, help me? help you. I did not. You I said, said a lot that. of things, but what, what I was doing was offering a free consultation, 15-minute consultation, uh, if they wanted to talk about their problems having it in the cigar industry. Um, after the first one that lasted 30 minutes, we got into the second one that lasted 30 minutes. These were 15-minute consultations. Double the time. They, they were backed up. Now I had people backed up, sitting on the couches, waiting to talk, and we changed into 30-minute intervals after that point. And it was 30 minutes, eight hours a day, three and a half days. All right. You know how I hate to pay you a compliment, but not only were you the busiest booth for, in, at the show, there was a line going to the booth every single day. You were ne going nonstop, but you were the talk of the trade show behind the scenes. Because of all the action that was happening there. It was, it was magic. It was, was magic. I hate to say it, it was magic. It was magic. So we'll get into that. We'll tell you all the different cigars that were there. We'll tell you some cigars that weren't even there because we made them up. We're going to have a good time today. We're going to talk about <laughs> different cigars and different things like that. But first, we're going to have to light this aging room. So what we're doing is taking a taste. We've never tried this before. I've never tried it. Did you try it at the show? I did not. I know you smoked hundreds of cigars. Um, but... Um, how can you smoke them all, all the different cigars that were there? But I'll tell you one thing. This is something we bought blind. We bought it, never trying the cigar. We made the purchase. Yep. And uh, Aging Room M21. And um, the first thing I'm going to do is taste the cigar before actually lighting the cigar. So it seems like there's a tight draw, and that's because it's, it's, it's closed at the other foot end. White grape raisins. White grape raisins. It's the white raisins, the, you know, the, the, the lighter ones, the golden raisins. Golden raisins. Mm. <coughs> so uh, this thing's going to be a party. We're going to use a, a, an odd lighter to light the cigar, but there's only a little pinpoint thing you only have to light here. So you don't need a giant flame today. You don't need a jet flame. We're going with a regular soft flame, they call it, the non-jet lighter flame yeah. called a soft flame. But this lighter is from Vertigo. And it is made for a, for a pipe, actually. You can use it either way, but instead of lighting straight up, it lights to the side with a soft same flame to the side. It's called the governor. That's the one you're using. I'm using the puffer, and the puffer has three pipe tools sticking out of the side of it. It's got a little tamper, it's got a little poker, and it's got a little scraper going on for if you have to do any maintenance on your pipe while you're in the wild. 
Okay, just just as a Tampa built in the bottom also. Yeah. Uh, did you notice how, especially on the first day, all the pipe people, everybody goes running to the pipe aisles. You know what? I did notice that there was an unbelievable amount of congestion in certain areas, and now that you mention it, it was around the pipe areas. That's what ends up happening. So uh, all the people that are into pipes, they actually hand-select their own pipes. That's what happens. And uh, this, this lighter, which is a pipe lighter, uh, it was the talk that morning from all the pipe people right. that said this is where to go with a lighter, which was the Vertigo's lighter because the price of this is nineteen ninety nine, $20 lighter, beautiful looking. And um, Vertigo, who was directly across from where I was, yeah. uh, they were rocking. Rocking. Yeah. It didn't hurt that just about everyone on their staff was... Uh an 11 before you apply cigar math to them. So good-looking people? They had some good-looking women in there. Really? Yeah. And they weren't... Some of the booths... Now, this is something I don't understand. Some of the booths... This is a cigar trade show. You know, it's 98% men. So I guess I get the whole woman thing, but these are people going in to buy cigars. Do you really think that having some washed-up pole dancer from five years ago. She was washed up five years ago. She's all tatted up and pierced and kind of gross looking, scantily clad outside your booth. Is that going to draw me to your booth or make me think, I don't want to go there because I don't want to catch anything? What did it do? You were the buyer. I, I, well, I told you I would go to every booth. I had to go, so I didn't want to, but though. It's not going to force you. No way is that going to make you buy it. At all. Or not going to buy it. Take your job seriously, man. Yeah. Just go in. Yeah, now, Be a uh, businessman, right? Again, I don't like giving you credit. Give it to me. You know you got to give it to me. I don't like doing so just it. Lay it off. You had a magician, a... and th- th- there were times when you couldn't get by the main aisle because there were 50 people around the, magician, the magician's podium. I don't know how he did some of those tricks, reading people's minds. And the idea of this thing, the collaboration, first off, it's Las Vegas anyway, and magic is a pretty big thing in Vegas. But the idea of this is United Cigar Retailers was we have tricks of the trade, ultimate customer service, promotions, events, things like that. And we know the tricks of the trade, but the magician is going to show you some card tricks and things to draw you in and then say, if you think those were unbelievable tricks, listen to what these guys have to talk about and we'll help you. So United Cigar Retailers, if there's any uh, folks out there that own cigar shops and, and want to learn and make your, your, uh, your brick-and-mortar location better, I would love to help you. The people of United Cigar Retailers, which is a group of uh, cigar retailers across the country, forming together, united together to try to help grow their businesses also. By yes. doing that, they're helping you, you're helping them, and that's it. So that's what it comes down to. So you can just contact me at Dave at UnitedCigarRetailers.com, Dave at UnitedCigarRetailers.com. This is only for cigar shop owners. If you want to be part of it, if you want to learn more about it, if you want to talk to me uh, for 15 minutes that really will turn into a half hour. Or at least a half an hour. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to it, but... Um, you, were late, you were late to every single dinner because people kept you after. Well, the thing was supposed to be over at 5 o'clock. The trade show was over each day at 5 o'clock, but I would have my last appointment at 5 o'clock, and that would go till at least 5.30. And then by the time you walk in the same building, we're, a mile. all the events were in the same place, but a mile away. Um, and that's what Las Vegas is. It's lots of walking. See, the, lots walking, of the walking didn't bother me. It was... And, and Gianna can attest to this. Your daughter, Gianna, which you said last year was a rock star, Yeah. I actually think you undersold her. She is phenomenal. Unbelievably good note-taker, attentive, 
she's good to bounce ideas off of. She was she was a pack mule man. She must have been carrying 50 pounds of cigars by the end of every day. And I would beg her, please, I'm way bigger than you. Let me carry the bag. First of all, it's embarrassing. I'm walking around. You look like my slave girl. And you're the boss's daughter, and everyone knows it. Can I please carry the bags? I got they all it. knew who she was? Everybody knew yeah. who she was. Yeah. Not everyone who knew who I was, but they all knew who she was. But when they saw your badge, you got a little respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. There was it was one, happening. There was one dude that straight up hooped his pants. He was, like, giving me his C pitch, and then he saw the badge and ran. Not walked. Ran to get his samples. Tripped over a display. Knocked half the thing over. I'm not going to lie. It was awesome. Okay, I expected a real punch in the nose here with the cigar, and I did not get that. This is a soft cinnamon gum. There's nope. cinnamoniness to it. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. I know. I said that. Now, I see you relighting again, and I had a relight also. It's starting to kick a little bit. And I'll <laughs> say that because most of these things we get... Early samples. Yeah, these are not these are not for release yet. Right. So, which it, what we have to do as um, cigar buyers is get past the earliness of it. Uh, sometimes it's a little early. Sometimes the cigars are a little wet. They're going through uh, a process right now, and you have to kind of get and a little little pushback a little bit. I'd say there is no question that this is this is not quite ready to smoke. Flavor-wise, however, there is no young taste to it. I'm not picking up. The ammonia that you'd get from something that's very young. I said I was expecting a uh, punch in the face right away. The bulbish end of this, as this thing is building <laughs> up, it just went over the bulbish end. The cigar opened up, unbelievable, yeah. and it did punch me not only in the face but in the back of the throat at the same time. So early on, you said, "Why are you picking this one?" And now I am feeling, "Why did I?" Well, pick this when one? you hear when you hear. Um, Raphael's description of the cigar, then you'll understand why I didn't want to smoke it first. But yeah, I'm just the guy who was there getting the story. Don't listen to me. Just smoke it first. So we show up at the show uh, days early. We have to set up. This is the first time I ever had a, a trade show booth. Usually I'm just going in as the buyer. I'm also on the board of directors of the trade show now. Um, so there's, there's uh, meetings before the trade show uh, to get me caught up to where it was because I had two years off. I was on the board of directors for three years. Two years off, they asked me to come back on. I did. We have a new president right now, Afini Helmuth, which is the, um, the humidor in um, Cockeysville, Maryland. She's the bomb, by the way. She is. And she's the youngest, and she's a woman. And she's the president of the, of the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association. So congratulations to her. And uh, with her being uh, brought on as president, yes, I will come back on, and uh, we'll see what we can do next year to make the, the show even more rocking. You know, see what we can do for celebrities and things like that. Um, and that's another reason why I chose the governor for the lighter, and you did not. But we'll get into that, too. Why did I choose the governor as a lighter from Vertigo instead of the one you chose? Okay. You see how I set you up there? Yes. Wow, so I have a... So I have a story to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> End of day one, I walk uh, by the Padron booth, and I had already placed my order with Padron. Uh, they let me get it in a couple weeks early, so it's already in. But I wanted to say hi to George. He and I talk on the phone all the time. He's the principal of the company, yep. and he answers the phone. Yep. It's unbelievable. So he and I, I feel like he's my friend. So I want to say hi. How's the show going so far, day one? And I see him talking to the customer. So I don't want to be rude, but I just figure, you know what, I'll tap him on the shoulder, say, hey, George, how's it going, and then be out, and I don't have to stand there wasting his time. 
So I go to walk up, and I walk by this dude with an earpiece. And he says, he is not taking pictures right now. And I look at the guy, are you out of your mind? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want George's picture. He's, he's been to every anniversary party since the beginning of time. I have plenty of pictures of George. I promised. Camera's in my pocket. I'm all set. And I kind of laugh at him. And I walk by. As I'm about to tap George on the shoulder, he moves his head back to look up, up high at something his customer was pointing at. Well, his customer is Arnold Schwarzenegger. The governor. The governor. Yes. Seven-time Mr. Olympia. Also the greatest action hero of all time, and I'm standing within three feet of him. He's got to be 70 years old and in unbelievable shape. I hear that he's not too tall. He's not very he's tall. He's the same height as George Padron, like 5'8 to 5'10. Yeah, you would think he's I like would think six he, two, I thought right? he was 6'4. Yeah. The same thing with um, Rocky Balboa there. Yeah, it's the lie Stallone, yeah. Short but you could too. tell he was small in, if you watch Rocky Four when he's up against Ivan Drago, who's... 6'2 in real life, yeah, and you could see the height difference between the two of them, then you knew that. I didn't expect uh, Stallone to be that tall, but Schwarzenegger, I mean, Mr. Olympia, he's yeah. always known for his long lines, you know, really tall for a bodybuilder. Apparently, tall bodybuilders aren't that tall. Right. His right. arms are still huge, man. 19 inches or whatever, like huge. And as you look around uh, through the, sh the show, you see a lot of celebrities that are there. Um, I bumped into Mike Dicka. Yeah. He was there. So I'm, I'm at my booth, and I, we have two couches for people, like almost a waiting room type sure. of thing with a TV, so they can wait before they come sit at the round table where I'm sitting and, and talk there. And there were a couple of short dudes sitting at the table, uh, sitting at the couches. And I take a look over, and I don't know what they wanted, but they actually had a dog with them. And the dog is on the floor, on the on the floor, they're sitting on the couch, and they're so small to begin with, and it's Shorty and the dog, what is their names? Pit Boss. Pit Boss. Something. Pit yeah. Boss thing. I went over, sat, and talked with them. Nice guys. Yeah. A uh, lot of people like that. A lot of people that you look at and say, I know him, but I don't know who, his name or anything like that. I don't know if you want to call them B, movie stars, sure. or whatever. A uh, lot of that. A lot of that around. Um, but when I got there setting up a trade show day number one, um, I got a text from my wife with some breaking news that somebody in the cigar industry was announcing their retirement. And it was Steve Saka, um, the president of Drew Estates. And I've known Steve for, oh my God, over 20 years at this point, uh, before he was in the, the, in the industry. And uh, we've been friends for that long. And he moved back, moved from New Hampshire to Florida and then moved back uh, a couple of years ago. And still operating Drew Estates from... New Hampshire, and um, he, uh, my wife told me he announced his retirement, so I said, my God, I hope everything's all right, and he's not sick or anything like that, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about giving him a call, so uh, I did whatever I had to do, 10 minutes later, the phone rings, it is Steve Saka, so I says, hey, how are you, and he says, good, how are you, and I said, I'm good, how are you, and he said, I'm fine, where are you, are you at the trade show, are you in the booth, where are you? It hasn't opened up yet. And I said, yeah, I'm, in a, I'm at a booth. Uh, are you here? And he says, well, I'm outside the trade show. I'm hoping I can get in. And I said, listen, what happened? I heard the announcement of your retirement. Right. 
and he says, uh, everything's good, everything's good. I said, you're healthy, everything's fine there, and he says, yeah. That, well, that's the first thing you think yeah. of, you know, why you know, would he quit? Yeah, we'll talk about it later, but I want to make sure you're okay, and he says, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just wondering if I can get in the show. I said, I'll get you in the show. Don't worry about that. Um, so he says, I think I can get in. Uh, I'll see you in a little while. A little while later, there he was. We sat down and talked, and um, he just thought it was the right time for him to uh, get out, basically. So uh, he's been... Uh, he's young, though. 47. There's dudes that are 80, 90. Well, I would say he's out for now. Out for now. There has to be a story I, I, behind I, it. We've got to get him on the show and try to pry it out of him. We'll get it. Maybe do like a private interview with him. and I'll, I'll say, you know, what he is saying that time was right for him to get out. I believe he has a couple years non-compete type of thing on there. And uh, we will be talking during the week, and uh, I'll ask him if he'll come on the show. Does anybody learn from these non-competes that it's so hard to get back in? Once you're out, the non-compete basically kills you? Yeah. The idea is nobody's going to know who he is when he gets back. Right. Um, And it's like starting over. He never owned the company to begin with, so it's a little different when it comes to, comes to that. I mean, I mean, if he comes in and, be, and starts his own brand, though, I mean, it's it's you're starting from square one. You, the people who you think uh, he's your friend, obviously, whatever he puts out, we're going to end up taking on for yeah. the friend factor. But that's not going to be like that for every other store. Um, the odd thing was the day he announced his retirement, cigar aficionado calls Liga Pavada the hottest cigar in the world. Which is, Liga Pavada was a cigar made just for Steve Sarkis. Correct. He made that cigar just for him. I had smoked Liga Pavada years before Liga Pavada came out. Uh, because it was he needed something to smoke that he could smoke. Because, to be honest, he became pre- president of Drew Estates. And he wouldn't smoke anything they made. Because it's acid and, right, and flavor, right. flavor, uh, infused things. Whatever it is. Um, so he refuse to smoke that kind of stuff. I've known him for years. That's not his thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. People like it. People like it. Not him. He's a purist, and uh, he made a special private cigar for himself, Liga Pravada, private. Uh, private. My face is tingling right now. It's strong. This is strong. Yeah. But I'm getting the uh, essence of canned peaches, so... This has been... Oh, that's the wrong button. (laughs) Chuck does this stuff, and he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> you could ask Rich to do it. I think he knows what the heck's going on I don't on know here. if he has that, that button. Well, whatever. Whatever it is. Uh, this is Aging Room Small Batch M21 Fortissimo, what we're smoking. And uh, what, what do I see on the side here? There we go. The, are these, um, what do you call those things you put in your hand? and you Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles? That looks like brass knuckles. That should have been a warning to us. We really should have investigated this box. Although I got the word from uh, Rafael Nodel, who himself, in his own right, smokes full-bodied cigars and said this was the strongest thing he's ever made. I warned you. It's, it comes in a little coffin. First off, I hate being described as a little coffin. But, but that's what I feel like I belong in right yeah, now. It's very strong. It is strong. What a... This is a tough thing for me because sometimes strong cigars like this have such a great flavor. I don't want to put it down, but I'm gonna regret it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll we'll try to get uh, we'll try to get Steve Sacker on maybe next week. See if he'll tell us about uh, what's really going on or what he can say, what's going on, and we'll pull as much information as we can. We'll just pretend like we're just talking. Yeah, just talking. All right. Ladies so today it's this day in classic American history. Brought to you by Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars.
epic rap battle. And now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! Versus Rich. Josh Rich. Game over. <laughs> Game over. Making mountains Just Rich. move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Try an American Classic today. Okay, here's how it works, Rich. I'm going to bring you in here. We, I am going to say uh, what happened this day, and you guess what year it was. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan last, lost last week, so he would go last because he came, well, came in Rich last wasn't place. Well, here last week, so he, he should go last. He automatically wins. <laughs> of course. So, but, but each of you get a chance, you just get to go first. So, born this day, you following what I'm doing? Yeah, right? I got you. Right? So, born this day, July 20th. Carlos Santana, Mexican-American singer-songwriter, guitarist from Santana. Mm-hmm. Carlos Santana. What year was he born without going over? Nine, well, it's 2013. I'm going to say he's probably in the vicinity of low 60s. So by that math, I'm going to go with 1949. 1949, he says. Oh, I'm going with uh, 48. 48, you'd both be over. It's 47. So nobody gets any points because it's Fair. without going over. Did you prices write me right there? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. Yeah, that's it. Prices right. You go one away and you block them. Um, okay, so now it goes to Mr. Jonathan Bruce Lee, American actor, martial artist. Died this day. Oh, Not born this come day. on. Died this day. Bruce Lee. You know Bruce he Lee. He died in 1977. 1977 without going over. I'll go... Price is right, me. I dare you. <laughs> I'll say 1980. 1980. You're both over. It's 1973. Son of a guy. Died in 73. Okay, back to you, Rich. Uh, happened this day. The Sioux Indian Chief Sitting Bull surrenders to federal troops. Sitting Bull surrenders to federal troops this day in what year? Wow. Um, eight... 1849. 1849. I'm going with 1801 for the block, 1801, Alex. and Rich gets it at 1881. Wow. Rich gets it. So we have Rich winning so far. This is how it's done. Um, <laughs> Rich, you go first now. Uh, no, Red, uh, don't I go first? No, you just went last. Did I? Okay. Oh, you do go first. I go first. You yeah. go first. Okay, Red Sox. Cheating. Boston Red Sox, Smokey Joe Wood. No hitter pitches a no hitter today against the St. Louis Browns, five to zero. Who cares? His name was Smokey. I went with it. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, a good play on words. Right? I'm going with uh, 1964. 1964. I'm gonna go with 1927. 1927. You're both over. It's 1911. What? I 1911. knew it was early because the St. Louis, whatever you said. St. I, Louis Browns, a long time ago. Okay, uh, back to you, Rich. Billboard magazine publishes its first single record chart. First time they ever charted anything. Oh the God. single was the number one this. single, I'll Never Smile Again, by Tommy Dorsey. I do what know year? this. 1951. I'm going with 1950, because I believe that was the first year they did it. You're both over, and big bands were the 40s. 1940. 
1940. 1940. Yes, 1940. Big band. Tommy Dorsey. Total failure. We have Rich winning one to nothing, and we only have a few left here. So, who's this go to? Rich. No, it goes to Mr. Jonathan. It goes to me. Mr. Jonathan. First men on the moon, Neil Armstrong and Edward Aldrin Jr. Buzz. Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin from the Apollo 11. Today, they go. They step on the moon today. What year? This was news on the news today. 1962. I'm going to say 71. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan gets it. <laughs> 1969. So oh, we have a tie. I almost said 68 too, but I wanted to go. I wanted to just back it off because I've been over every time. We have a tie right now. We have two left. Happened this day. Vanessa Williams is asked to resign as Miss America. Do you remember who she is? Yeah, she was married to Rick Fox. She also was a singer, and before that, she was Miss America. This day, asked to resign as Miss, Amer- Miss America because of some clantily clad naked photos of her or something showed up. What year? I'm going to say 1994. 1994, he says. I'm um, going with 1989. 1989, you are both over. 1984. Wow, you guys are terrible. I had the four, right? You did. Okay, and um, this goes to you, Rich, the last one. If you get it right, you're going to win. If you get it wrong, Mr. Jonathan gets it right, he wins, or you both are losers. Today, Mike Tyson is accused of raping Miss Black America contestant. Mike Tyson accused of raping Miss Black America contestant today. What year? 95. 95. I'm going with 87. 87 would be good. It's 1991. Mr. Jonathan, congratulations to you. I win again. You win for the second time ever. I think it's the third time. I want back in. (laughs) This day in American classic history, and it is July 20th, brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigar. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium-bodied blends of specialty-aged Nicaraguan long fillers. Celebrate today, July 20th, with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. And that's that. It's time to go to break. And when we come back, news from the asylum. This classic day in American history, we already did it. Uh, New cigars and more. Lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're all listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Christoph, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. The future Red Sox are here. The Fisher Cats host the Sea Dogs tonight and tomorrow at Northeast Delta Dental Stadium. Tonight, free batting helmets for the kids, courtesy of Express Med Urgent Care. Tomorrow night, Atlas Fireworks, presented by Irving Oil. Get free food at the purchase of four tickets starting at just $45. Purchase and print your tickets online at nhfishercats.com. Fisher Cats Baseball, presented by Auto Fair. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. What does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, 
It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, 
and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Mark Legace from General Cigar, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back. David's not ready. He's I'm have ready. Are you on. kidding me? I'm ready. Told you there's 30 seconds left. Okay, we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And we got lots going on we're here. We're actually in Nashua in case anyone oh. wants to come visit us. Exit 1 off Route 3. Oh, we're in Nashua. Go to the uh, the end of the exit, head to the bottom of the hill, and we're on the right. This is what happens when you, uh, three hours jet lag, three hours difference. Now, that, that was the biggest pain in the butt, was the three-hour difference. My body took two or three days to get used to it, and I'm still not used to being back. I've been up all night, two nights in a row. I wake up, I don't know where I am. I don't recognize my, I'm in my own bedroom. I don't recognize my surroundings. I don't know why I'm hearing the alarm go off. What day it is, where I'm going. We land, we were supposed to land at 11-ish p.m., which is really 1 o'clock in the morning, right? Correct. 2 o'clock in the morning. It's really 2 o'clock in the morning. Two. Three hours difference. Yeah, three hours difference. But the plane was delayed, plus we sat in the tarmac for hours. By the time we got our luggage and back to the room, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, which was really 5 o'clock in the morning. I have a 8 a.m. Uh, breakfast cigar dinner conference I have to be at, so the alarm rings at 6 o'clock, which is four hours sleep after 20-something hours up, 25 hours awake. And that, that began a seven-day continuous Luckily, luckily they pump oxygen in massive amounts into the casino to help you stay awake. I don't know how true that is. You just breathe deep. Oh, I was doing it. I was breathing All I know deep, and I felt awaker. The good thing was there was always daylight because they paint... <laughs> <laughs> the, the ceilings with clouds and sunshine. Yes, they do. So it looks like it's daytime no matter what. Oh, it's awesome. It's all psychological stuff, you know, that happens there. People were people were hitting me up on Facebook and asking me what I thought and blah, blah, blah. And really, I'm a behind-the-scenes guy. As a DJ, all the events that I've done, I've thrown raves with 2,000 people in them. And the thing I like the most is the behind-the-scenes. I'm not attracted to the games blank, blinking and the noise and all that stuff. I was watching the pit bosses and how they were interacting with the dealers. You were. You were actually and asking how, me, why is there a pit boss watching a different pit boss? What's going on there? Yeah. Instead of saying, why is this... You know, how do you play blackjack? Yeah. I don't care how to play blackjack. If there was a game that I was going to learn to play, it would be blackjack because I hear the odds are like 49 in your favor. It's like the closest you There's have. There's nothing in your favor there at all. There was nothing in your well, favor. Well, once and they catch you counting cards, it's over. But if there was a one game I would could get into it might be blackjack but i didn't gamble at all while i was in vegas not one time except with you i bet you a hundred dollars and i lost yeah you did you bet me <laughs> and you made me take it i made you take it because i would have taken your money i don't yeah, i don't you i made take me take it i take betting serious yeah don't don't bet me so can we talk about the catastrophe that we had 
as we were leaving for the show? We, uh, we, you know, and we're pretty good with hanging on as retailers, hanging on to employees. We've had employees for years and years, some as much as 20 years that stay with us. Uh, and it's very odd when somebody uh, is going anywhere. Uh, but we lost uh, five at the same time days before, a yeah. couple days before we were ready to walk out. Three it, people with almost no notice. Right. Uh, very tough. Uh, one that gave me plenty of notice. Today is his last day. I want to make note of him. Mike Havey over in the uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop That's in right. Salem store. If you're store. in Salem right now, give Mike Havey an ovation, please, because he deserves it. Yeah, he's a good he's man. He's a good guy. He's a rock star. He works hard. There's, there's he no worked hard right up until yesterday was my last day being with him. He was running around like a crazy nut, right? As, as, if, as if it wasn't his last night. Right. So uh, very good. He's been with us for five years. I'm sure he's washing windows right now. He's going to be a police officer, which, do I get a, some sort of pass, like I get to kill somebody or at least go through a red light or something? <laughs> do I get anything? I, I don't know how you go from killing to a red light, like they're in the same category, but they're I both, think you, they're both illegal. You must get a pass on something, I'm sure. Yeah, no, he's a, good, he's a good man. He's not a good kid. He's a good man, and I'm going to miss him. And uh, he did a great job for us, and I uh, hope he learned something while he was with us. I certainly learned from him. And uh, I wish him well, and I certainly am going to miss him. Um, so bye, Mike Havey, till next time. I'm sure he'll be uh, popping in, although as a police officer, they're not even supposed to smoke cigars anymore. If you go in after 1990, I think, if you enter the academy after the year 1990, you are no longer allowed to smoke cigars. During the break we just had, those were two police officers, by nice. the way. You I'm sure that, they right? were commissioned before 1990. One from New Jersey and one from Massachusetts. Um, Mike will be a Massachusetts policeman, or is a Massachusetts policeman, actually. I think he started, actually, Wednesday, but he said he would finish up the week because he's that type of he's guy. He's a solid guy. Solid. Um, now, all right. While, while we were at the trade show, yep. there were some very unique pitches. Yeah. There were some very unique names. Mm. I know you've got a list of the names. Hopefully, you were able to make out my chicken scratches there. But as far as the most creative pitch, so walking up to a booth... What is the thing that catches my this eye? Just trying to sell you a pitch. Is those that don't know. This one booth, and I, I'm not going to say the name because we didn't take it on, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but this one booth had a grill, two grills. And you know the, the spatula that has the thing that closes over six hot dogs? You can cook six hot dogs at the same time. I didn't know until I saw And you can the flip picture. them? Yeah. All right, so there's six of their cigars, six different cigars, all lined up inside the holder on the grill. So I walk up, and I'm like, what's this? And they go, that's not even the best part. If you buy today, now everyone's got some sort of weird deal or whatever, yeah, some yeah. pitch. If you buy today, I will give you some of my homemade chocolate-covered bacon if you buy today. So apparently if I bought the next day, the answer they was they no. They own the company of chocolate-covered bacon? No. The wife of the owner... <laughs> made chocolate-covered bacon for two weeks leading up to the show, and she had it in Tupperware, and you got it in a Ziploc bag for placing your order. No deal, no 2% off, no 5% off. <laughs> it was chocolate-covered bacon if you bought on the first day of the show. I almost had to do it just to say I got the bacon, and th there was no sample of bacon so to see if it was even any good. She gave me samples of the cigar, but not of the bacon. If you want that, you must place you the must order place today. The order. I had to say no, and it was not easy. Really? I love bacon, and I love chocolate. I think chocolate-covered bacon would be a winner. But you don't know. I don't know. And you didn't go home and try it out, melt a Hershey bar? Not and yet. Put it, yeah, not I, yet. I haven't had not a real yet. chance to sleep yet, so I'm going to wait until I've slept. 
All right, so Rich, we have um, while we were at the cigar show, or Mr. Jonathan was at the cigar show. He was walking around and he uh, made note of some new cigar brands, uh, and some we actually made up. So the question to you is: Is it a real cigar brand coming out, or did we make this up? Fiction or nonfiction? Yes. Here we go. So uh, there's a handful of them. I'm just going to run down them, and you tell me if it's real or not real. One is called Goat. Goat standing for greatest of all time. Is that a real cigar or not? So yes. No. <laughs> all right, you're off to a great start, Rich. This has been a phenomenal yeah. introduction here between the uh, this day in history. Right. So uh, the next one is called Unsmokable. This is a cigar brand, and it's called Unsmokable. Yes. It is. Wow. Imagine that. This I would have said no. I. I a red I cigar. Said no. Bo- a box press cigar called Unsmokable. How All crazy right. is that? But it's it's true. Another one is Any Cubans. Any Cubans. Yes. It is. Any Cubans. Actually, I own the brand. Oh. It's uh, for people when they used to come in and ask if we had any Cubans. Oh. And I would say, yes, yes we have it. <laughs> uh, next is Blackout. Blackout. Mm, no. There is a Blackout, a new cigar by Camacho, a limited yes. release called Blackout. And we'll hear a little bit about that cigar in my uh, interview with uh, one of the guys from Davidoff, but they had live scorpions in the display, and the brand manager of Blackout had to learn how to handle scorpions and not get stung to death. Right. To well, if death. you get stung by a scorpion, you're blacking out. Oh, so. you are blacking out for sure. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. Um, next, Elephant trunk i'll say no that is correct there's no such thing as <laughs> elephant trunk that i was just hoping no there is yeah. <laughs> but it's just not in a cigar brand uh lose rod cigar called lose rod there's some double entendre going on there <laughs> yes i'll say yes that is correct there is a cigar lose rod and, and i cannot imagine someone wanting to put that in their mouth <laughs> but um pum ching yeah it is uh lou rodriguez and Lou Rod, it's a 60-ring gauge. It is a big, thick cigar, and he is a um, he's a doctor uh, in Florida. Know, in Florida, at the um, emergency room, yeah. emergency room doctor. The loose rod is a big, thick one. Yeah, it's a big, a big thick, thick cigar. One. Yeah. yeah, as it should be. I think he's compensating. Not gonna lie. Next is called the thick stick. <laughs> Would that what be is real? with all this double entendre? Is this the old Far Frank segment? Is it real or did they make it up? But Lou's Rod is not a double entendre. It's a real brand. Oh, I it's double entendre. I'll say that one's no. That is correct. It is not. Nice. It's made up. How about the ghost wipe? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's too bizarre. I think it has to be yes. It is no. Oh. It is no. Ghost wipe is a no. Ghost wiping is what happens when you do number two and it comes out completely clean. There's nothing on the toilet paper, but there's something in the bowl. That's a ghost wipe. It is. <laughs> Not to be mistaken for the ghost poo, where there's stuff on the paper and there's no poop in the toilet. It just goes down. There we go. How about Ninny D? Ninny D. I'll say no. That is a real cigar. Ugh. Ninny D is Rocky Patel's cousin's Nimish Desai. That is his new brand, Ninny D. I was on a good run there. Too. You were. You were, you were rocking. That's my mofo. <laughs> That's not how you say I'll it. say no. That's not how you say it. It's that's my mofo, not that's my mo, fo. That's my mofo. That's my mofo. Do you still think it's not? 
I'll say no. It is not, but we thought it was pretty funny. Well, Mr. Jonathan did if I could have pulled it off correctly, but uh, so you actually got that right. I think right. you were making that up on the spot. You really? <laughs> uh, how about the Big Bull? I'll say yes. That is correct. Big Bull is a new cigar coming out by Hoya de Nicaragua, 7 by 60 7 by 60 so that is correct. Nika Rustica. I'll say yes. That is correct, too. Here we go. Now Pro- we're rolling. Pronounced Nika Rustica. The Titanic. I'll say no. That is correct. Nice. I made that up. I thought you were going to go with the Titan. I thought that's what you were saying, the Philly Titan or something. Casa di Bagno. Bagno meaning bathroom. bathroom. House of the bathroom. I'll say no. That is correct. Although there are some cigar companies that should come out with that because definitely that's is what they tasted like, right? laxative. Uh, dignity. Hmm. I'll say yes. That is correct. Nice. Casa di Cordilla. I don't know who they are. Cordilla. Cordilla. I'll say yes. Uh, good karma. Good karma. No. That is not right. Ugh. Good karma is a cigar by Esteban Carrera. Good karma. How about donkey dropping? <laughs> I'll say no. That is wrong. There is a real cigar coming uh, out called Donkey who, who Dropping. Would have thought? That was one of those where it was just so crazy it had to be, yes. Yeah. That is uh, Esteban Carrero again. L O L. I'll say no. That is correct. There was no such thing. Nor should there be. Um, pole. A cigar named Pole. P O L E. I'll say no. That for is the sake cor- that no one has to smoke Pole. That's right. <laughs> correct. That is correct. <laughs> Nor would you want to, most of us. S.O.B. No. It is a cigar. Uh. S.O.B. is a cigar. Gangsta Paradise. (laughs) No. That is correct. No. And Table 36. I'll say yes. There is a Table 36. Yes. We we ate at Table Number 10, a restaurant, right? Table 10 with Dave and Steve Castro from Davida Cigars in Maryland. Took us out to dinner. Thank you to them. They're awesome. And uh, there is a cigar table 36. So that sound means it's time to go to break. When we come back, Mr. Jonathan goes through the trade show of what he saw there, the real stuff. Uh, 2,000-year-old pipe has been discovered. A legend's son tries his version of a great new cigar. We'll smoke that next. Cigar news from the asylum. Gentleman Chuck Morrison gets debonair. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your aging room small batch, M21 Fortissimo, please do yourself a favor. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. This is Max Pickler from Rocky Patel, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. (laughs) 
This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices in Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. The biggest name in sports. Catering to your local roots. ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 WGAM Manchester. 900 WGHM Nashua. I am Nestor Miranda. I own Miami Cigar Company since 1989. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailer Radio Network. This, this is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to be group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. And we're back, or I'm back. Here's Mr. Jonathan running in the last second. Here you go. We're booming in here. A lot of things going on. Everybody's trying the aging room out there. It's I confusing. thought you were kidding. No. <laughs> I just busted my chops. Seems like a, a lot of people are picking up aging room. Yeah. Although they're smoking a different aging room they than are. we are. Uh, but very nice. Anyway, welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We have news from the asylum. Gentleman Chuck Morrison gets debonair. Mr. Jonathan visits the IPCBR trade show. He's going to tell us all about all that stuff and lots more. Mr. Jonathan, you are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location this week in sunny Nashua, New Hampshire. We're in a heat wave right now. The only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we actually insist, we demand that you light up and smoke along with us, and you can catch us syndicated on all seven radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers radio network. You can always tune in live at thecigarauthority.com, or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it, and of course, let's not forget about our good friends over at the Cigar Station, that's thecigarstation.com, replaying our show twice on Sunday from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Okay, I'm putting the aging room down. It is full body. This is aging room M21. It's not out yet, but this was a uh, launch at the trade show for Tissimo. This is expected the, to hit uh, shop shelves in uh, September. In September. Very full body. Yes, it is. It started off like it wasn't going to be that strong when it went over the bulbous top of it, but boom, it hits you. It's full body. Nice cigar. Not my my uh, strength profile by any means, uh, but hey, I, I took it like a man. I smoked it. Uh, we're going to smoke something very, very different. Hasn't hit the shelves yet again, but um, 
Uh, a the, good cigar, the cigar has been talked about for three years. Yes, yes. And I've, and I've smoked many. Um, you get your choice here. The short, thick one or the regular uh, one? Thin one I'll here. go with, with the thicker one. Um, this is uh, a, a good friend of mine I've known for a lot of years, Hanky Kellner, Hendrik Kellner, um, out of uh, Dominican Republic. He makes all the cigars for the folks at Davidoff. Um, he really knows his stuff. The new Dav- Davidoff Nicaraguan, which was a big deal at the trade show. Mm. Everybody was smoking it. Everybody's lanyards, everybody's signage. Everybody Our key was card just, going into the hotel was right, Davidoff everything, Nicaraguan. Everything was about Davidoff Nicaraguan. Um, Hanky's son, Hendrik Jr., um, decided um, he was going to somewhat follow in his father's footsteps, but he wanted to be off on his own. He wants to build his own career and, and make it in the business his own way. So he decided to open his own little factory there, but did go to the folks at Davidoff to do the distribution for him. So uh, in order for us to buy it, we have to buy it through Davidoff for now um, and as, as he gets uh, off and rolling. They're opening only 100 cigar shops across the country with this, and here's a cigar that actually has no name on it, but it's a red band with some black on it. And if you really pay attention and look at it, if you really look a, closely at the back of the band... It has its name right oh, there. Oh, it does. It's on the back of the band. It's called Smoking Jacket, and it's a red velvet jacket with a black collar on yeah. it, as you would say, an old smoking jacket, uh, which there was a booth there, there with was. smoking jackets. There was. They were really cool. Yeah? You didn't buy one? We don't uh, We don't sell clothing yet. No, so. but I have a smoking jacket. I do as well. I have two. Oh, really? Okay. So this is, uh, this is the smoking jacket, Hendrick Kellner Jr.'s first cigar. It'll be available in cigar shops across the country in about 30 days. And um, when I say 100, 100 stores, that's it for now because he has a small production right now, and he will build to a monster company. It is a smart thing to do on two levels. One, you build up a little bit of demand for the product because as people start to find out about it, as it gets play in social media and gets play in the different magazines, people are going to want it. But then you also are able to keep up with production only being in 100 stores. Right. So I'm going to light this with the governor. This is um, the governor lighter by Vertigo. It's really a pipe lighter. But what I like about a pipe lighter lighting a cigar indoors is the, the flame shoots across the side of it. It so does cool. make it easier to toast it. You don't have that flame kicking back at you. Yeah. So uh, Vertigo is a, uh, a company that was jam-packed at the trade show. Um, they seem to be the hot uh, new lighter company that's out there. Where do you hear about the new lighter? It's in my interview. I interviewed Oh, uh, really? Okay. So I'm toasting the cigar first off, but it, it's going to be hard to smoke the cigar without prejudging it to what his dad does, right? You're going to look at it and think, you know, how does this compare with Davidoff products? Right. That's where you would film. But oh, so yeah, <laughs> I was I was mesmerized. I thought I was waiting to hear what you uh, what you were going to say about what you thought of the first light there. I picked the uh, the short. I would say it's a robusto, but kind of thicker, maybe mm. a 54, 56 ring gauge robusto. I think it only comes in three sizes. I believe that is correct. Yeah. So we'll expect to get this in uh, in a month or two, is what they're saying. Um, no, I've known Hanky Jr. Jeez, got to be ten years at least. Uh, been over his house. Nice, nice man. And uh, he says he'd like to give it a try himself. He, he's been under his dad's wing for years and years. So uh, let's see what he's got out there. He seemed very happy, a little nervous. He was but, nervous. Yeah. Uh, his first time showing his thing. And uh, uh, I was called over to the booth uh, after the first day to hurry up 
because I said we're definitely going to get it. There's nothing. It doesn't matter how it is. I'm going right. to definitely try it. Again, the friend factor kicks in. Um, but he said it, it's selling out. You know, there's only 100 stores you have to do. And I said, just put me in. Jonathan hasn't got to the booth yet. They were coming over to me, which was pretty awesome. Too. Yeah. Um, but Jonathan definitely wants it. He's definitely going to get it. So put me in for whatever the in thing is to uh, make sure we get in. So uh, we locked in anyway. So we'll have these uh, shortly. Um, okay, are we ready for the um, social media segment? I guess we are. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. So uh, these are the best tweets that I found during the week. And uh, see if you don't agree. So drum roll, please. Autocorrect is like a kid in class who got one right and now won't stop raising his hand. <laughs> I love autocorrect. I like it as well. It, it does not teach me how to spell, but there it is. I just can't take this long-distance relationship anymore. Fridge, you're coming to my room. All right. That's a party. A fridge in your room. Do you have a fridge in your room? I do not, but that would be the ultimate. It would be awesome. A refrigerator in my room. Refrigerator and a you toaster. You have not been to the new house yet. I have not. Wait till you see the bedroom. I have a couch in my bedroom. I'm coming. I have a fireplace in my bedroom. A wood fireplace? No. Oh, fail. Doesn't count. It's pretty cool, though. Okay. My, the closet is as big as my old bedroom. The house is ridiculous. We'll get into that okay. and other things anyway. Next, when I hear teenagers talk, I wonder why there is not a high school class dedicated to learning the definition of the word literally. <laughs> Do you ever notice that? There's a lot Kids of saying literally, literally. Literally, yes. They don't know what the word means. It's on the using it as punctuation. Saw a guy with the word idea tattooed in his arm. I assume the sleeve rolled up would include the word bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's just all right. That, not a whole lot going on in social media, no. huh? Okay, the number one tweet of the week. I like to dump Skittles in the toilet and then flush it because it looks like a tiny NASCAR race. Oh, there we go. There we go. So that is the social media of the week. Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled and two-bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. Recluse Cigars. Did you go over to their booth and see what they were doing all about? I did. They have a, uh, a new cigar called the Sidewinder, and true to form, they invented something new. Now, they invented the canoe shape, right. which was the Figurado that's also box-pressed. This Sidewinder is, uh, it looks like a, a oversized chisel end kind of of the cigar okay and then you pinch the side of it and when you pinch and pull you can pull the cap right off you don't need a cutter wow yeah you pinch the side of it and pull the cap off boom comes right off it's like perforated or whatever they yeah. did to it uh, no cutter needed i've watched him do it and then i did it to mine lit it up great flavor perfect draw very mild i think that they are onto something with the darker cigar that is actually mild because mild cigars sell, big time. Mild cigars sell. 80% of the cigar world is mild. I don't know why all these guys with the full body are going after 20% of the market so aggressively. Make a mild cigar and win. 
Absolutely. Why not? So uh, do you want to talk about uh, the cigars or does Old Fat Freddy want to jump in? Why don't we what jump into uh, Old, Old Fat Freddy? Freddy. I have who, who right by here. the way, is right here in the Nashua store He's right now. right there, right if, someone up. If you, wanna, if you wanna come down and meet Old Fat Freddy, and, and we had the, uh, a cigar dinner and somebody actually wanted to meet him, uh, he's here at the National Store. He's here until 6 o'clock. If you want to come down, hold down, get his autograph. Get on what? Taken. What would you get his autograph on? Well, your boobs. Yeah, okay. I don't know. So come get your boobs autographed by Old Although, Fart Freddy. we know from Old Fart Freddy, he's really an ass man, so. Yeah? Always has been. All right, so here right, is here Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people say crazy things like you make your own luck. That's a load of horse pucky. In my day, we carried good luck charms like rabbit's feet and my wife's favorite, the camel toe. Nowadays, animal rights groups oh, have made it illegal to strap razors and spikes to the feet of your cock and bet that he kicks the snot out of all the other cocks. In my day, we had one rule, never bring a hen to a cock fight. Nowadays, there is a 10-step process for helping a choking victim. Way too long. In my day, when your buddy was showing the slightest sign of choking, you jumped up, reached around his midsection, and in a firm but friendly way, you slammed your fist into his gut until he yelled, I'm not choking, or the chicken bone flew across the room. We were camel toe rubbing, cock-fighting men with a friendly reach-around. Sometimes, well, aging makes a great cigar <laughs> even better. Just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. There is no way that her camel toe is any more lucky than my hog pile. My hog pile wins every time, hands down. <laughs> are you going to run out of double entendres or what? I don't know what you're talking about. Old Far Freddy does that. It's has nothing to do with me at all. Nothing to do with you. You won't take the blame <laughs> for this in any way. But you, what you will take the blame for is all the different cigars, the new cigars you bought at the show. And I, I certainly don't know anything new or anything you saw there. Uh, I didn't go around for the first time in 20 years. I Every time around. you and I have tried to sit down, we've been interrupted. Yeah. So this is going to be it right this here. This is it. This you're is going to be hear, the real. Tell me what's going on. You're going to hear what's going on. All here right. is round one. Of this year's new cigar list at the RTCPR. A little dramatic there. Entrance. As it should. Okay, I'm in the Boutique Blends booth right now, sitting with Raphael Nodell, the brainchild behind the Old Fart Freddy See, segment Raphael, that right. everybody seems to be loving. Uh, Raphael, what do you have new that you're releasing here at the IPCPR trade show? Hey, Jonathan, thank you very much for being here with us today and being able to tell your listeners all the new things that we're putting out at Boutique Blend Cigars. The Aging Room uh, has been a brand that has been received with tremendous, uh, great, great support from the consumers and criticals alike. And uh, we introduced the new Aging Room M21 Fortissimo Small Batch. It's a very, very small blend because it's all tobacco from Dominican aged over eight years. Yes, you heard that over eight years. Uh, and let me tell you, it is a fantastic, beautiful cigar. It's called Aging Room M21 Fortissimo. 
fortissimo, Jonathan, is a, 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 a term, a musical term, that means forte, means strong, an unbelievable cigar. But don't take my word for it. Have you listened to it right and let you know. We certainly will. And you know what? It sounds like it's going to be right up David Garofalo's alley, so we're going to have Not. to smoke it, Dave and I. Uh, you know, he loves the strong stuff. Not. Not really. <laughs> I'm hanging out with my good friend, Eric Newman. Is it okay if I call you my friend? I consider you my friend. If I call you Mr. Jonathan, you can call me my friend. That's a deal. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, you guys are releasing this year at the IPCPR the brand new Brick House Maduro. Other than the, the Mighty Mighty Maduro, which has taken off huge across the country, you saw a need, it seems, for an inexpensive, a medium to full bodied cigar in the Brick House line. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Jonathan, I think I should be interviewing you. You should be interviewing me. You my my, my thunder. So we introduced Brickhouse three years ago as a very flavorful, affordable handmade cigar we make in Nicaragua. My grandfather was born the only brick house in Little Village in Hungary. One of his first cigars when he became a cigar maker in this country was Brickhouse. To honor where he where his first where he was born. The brand died out in the thirties. We brought it back a couple years ago in, in Nicaragua. First were natural sizes, and uh, biggest selling cigar was our Brickhouse Mighty Mighty 6x60. And a couple years ago, we said, let's put it in Maduro as well, offered Maduro. We had a Brazil Air Paraca, and it just continued to take off. We only had one size in Maduro, then Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduro. And we said, that was so popular, let's uh, go for another size Maduro. And our biggest selling cigar in the Brickhouse line was the Robusto outside after Mighty Mighty Maduro. So we said, let's make a Brickhouse Robusto Maduro. And that's what we're introducing at this show. We've had rave reviews. Can't beat it for $5 a comfortable chair that you can take it to the bank. And it's a very flavorful Maduro cigar. So I'm walking through the Davidoff booth with Dylan Austin of Davidoff. Uh, and he is, uh, how are you connected to Camacho, Dylan? I'm the head of marketing. I've been uh, working with the brand since uh, 2005, actually. Terrific. And it uh, looks like Camacho, all the, the, the colors of the box have be, been redone. They're all very bright, very vibrant. Uh, where do you see Camacho going in the next few years? Uh, we're going full global, actually. And that's, that's, you know, that's the reason we started doing all this, is to, to really give the brand a clear position, a clear direction. Um, and then, you know, scale it as big as we can across the globe. The only question I have for you is, why live scorpions in the Camacho Blackout box? Why not? <laughs> That's a great answer. Thank you so much, Dylan Austin. <laughs> I made a few words. All right, I'm standing here with Colin Ganley from Cigar Journal. Uh, Colin, I see that there's a new issue about to come out. Uh, do you have any uh, key talking points that listeners should look for when uh, they're looking for this magazine? Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you, if you need a magazine that's about cigars, I think we're the only one. You know, True front, story. front cover to back cover, everything is about cigars. And we always put a cigar maker on the cover, uh, which means in the newsstand, people don't always recognize it because it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. But, you know, we've got our great ratings. There's a great article on, on why you should smoke regular production cigars and not limited editions because there are some real gems. And it tells the manufacturers, hey, you know, keep making the really good stuff for your regular production. That is terrific. So we're looking Absolutely forward to true. this magazine dropping when? Uh, this magazine just left the printers, so we got a fresh stack here at the show, and it should be uh, hitting people's uh, retail shelves this week. And page 121. Right, I, I don't know how yeah. we ended up with an, an insane asylum here at the IPCPR. I didn't know they were allowed, but walking out of the insane asylum is Tom. Tom, why don't you tell us about the new cigars you have coming out here at the IPCPR for asylum? Ah, well, our latest release is called the Straight Jacket by Asylum. Uh, it's a full-body Nicaraguan cigar. Uh, most people ask what's different between this and our 13. Uh, this cigar has the body 
doesn't have all the pepper on the front end. Very nice, rich cigar, full body, four sizes, uh, with our trademark 70 by 7 included in that. That's terrific. Tom Mazuka, thank you so much. Good luck. You're welcome. Thank you. And that's going to do it for round one at the IPCPR 2013. Stay tuned for round two. Back to you, Dave. That was very good. Very huh? good. Huh? Good job. <laughs> First time I'm hearing it. That was good. Uh, did they have straight jackets there at the booth or anything like that? Did it look crazy? They had in their display, behind glass, they had a straight jacket there. So, yeah. You Probably a real... Probably a real yeah. one, I can only imagine. Yeah. Straight jacket. I'll tell you, for, for the, the booths, as far as cr absolute craziness and inability to be able to move around and, and place orders, physically place the orders, the uh, Christian Aroa's booth with, with all the different brands that he has associated himself with, it was out of control. And really not in a prominent place as far as foot traffic goes, but once you got in... It was like Vegas, man. You just couldn't get out. I mean, there was all different kinds of stuff. And in, the, in round two, if we don't get to it today, I'll save round two for another time. But uh, round two, you'll hear about Pure Soul, which is another one of those one of those brands yeah. that really was catching people's eye. And it was one of those buzz brands for the whole show. Maybe we can get to it. Uh, I'm looking at the thing. We don't have a lot of stuff. I guess this is the important stuff. So hopefully later on after the break, we can, we can come back to sure. round two. Um, so you were out there interviewing people. Believe it or not, somebody came and interviewed me. Oh, I was a, I was there. I saw. Were you there? Yeah, you were in in your glory. <laughs> somebody can I interview you? They said, and I said, you want me to interview you for the radio show? And they said, no, no, we want to interview you. And I said, you want to interview me about what? So uh, the the uh, cigar Craig and his wife. Uh, lovely lady. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, not only audio interviewed me, but I believe video interviewed me. I don't Very know cool. Whether it shows up or anything, and um, I'm, I'm guessing you go to cigarcraig.com. I like to be on the other side. Right. You don't like getting the uncomfortable questions asked about you. And not uncomfortable questions. The different questions that were asked. Really. Very very different questions that he asked. You'll have to catch it on Cigar Craig, but you know I don't know what he's going to ask, and he comes and asks questions that nobody else would ever ask. Wow. So You don't have an example? I have examples, but I don't want to ruin it. But All I thought, right. I thought it was um, pretty unique. He's yeah. pretty unique. He doesn't do it like everybody else he does. He certainly doesn't. His so. top ten last year was the top ten lists of top ten lists. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> He's got to put I, on. I shook his hand and thanked him because he gave us a good solid half hour of material for a show we really had little yeah. material for. That was very good of he's, him. He's got it going on different, uh, very, very different. And uh, his wife uh, does different things and helps him out too, uh, some of which is copied. We got a little into that, you know, how uh, a lot of the things I do is copied. A lot of the things he does is copied. And I said to him, how do you feel about that? Greatest form of flattery and... Uh, not so much. No. And uh, you know what? I, while we were waiting for you, because he and I had a chance to chat, I didn't get interviewed, which I'm not okay with Cigar Craig, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like David getting something that I don't get. Yeah. But I introduced him to Phil Zangi of Debonair Cigars. And yeah. unlike most bloggers, he didn't have his hand out saying, give me a free yeah, cigar. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was interested in the cigar maker himself. As much as the cigar, and, and Phil being the gentleman that he is, did give him a cigar, but it, that wasn't the reason he was there. He wanted to meet Phil, talk to him about his process, the alchemy that he does, 
it was very very interesting to watch Cigar Craig at work. You know, th there's good bloggers out there and there's bad bloggers out there. And not that their blog is bad, but the way they behave Correct. is very bad. Like you owe me something for free. Very, very bad stuff. And as I said earlier, I'm back on the board of directors of the IPCPR, and we got a lot of manufacturers that complained. I would say there were two major complaints in, in at the trade show. One was the lunch. That uh, it was a little weak. <coughs> lunch cart, things that were there. I never had it and tasted it and tried it or anything, but people were complaining that it was basically dog food uh, meals that were there. But I would say the biggest number one complaint that was was about the bloggers. Uh, entitled, uh, attitudes, um, couple were escorted out. Oh, actually. good. Escorted out. Theft what? was happening, stealing handfuls of cigars from the manufacturer's booth, which if, if you asked them for a cigar, they would give you a cigar. Of course. Um, they're there for display, and they need to look a certain way. Sure. So they have them separate, but their boxes are all full, so they look nice, all filled up. Well, they reached in, grabbed handfuls of cigars, made their displays look bad. They had to refill their displays, some of which they couldn't refill, and then they have to find empty spaces underneath to make it look so it's good. Yep. Remember, those folks are there. They spend an awful lot of money in the manufacturers to be at a trade show. A fortune, now I learned what, what these things oh really my cost. And uh, we can get through, you know, what you got to deal with the um, the people. The unions. The union. oh. Now, uh, you know, I have to say, for the size of the trade show and how everything was, the, and I was complaining about unions going in, watching these guys at work, although I, I'm not a fan of some of the games they play with electricity, you experienced it, yeah. where they intentionally undersell you the electricity, so you've got to buy on the spot and buy yeah. on the spot as a, at a premium. Some of that stuff wasn't cool, but as far as their organization, I'm glad that there was a group of people behind the scenes helping because some of these uh, dis, um, manufacturers did not have it going on yeah. as far as you know how organized they were in getting the stuff in so having a system in that respect was very good yeah uh was smoking the smoking jacket and this is by Hendrick Kellner Jr. this is the son of Hendrick Kellner Hanky Kellner from Davidoff he started his own company now this is distributed by Davidoff but not made by Davidoff this is Hanky his own little factory doing it it's going to be available in 100 cigar retail shops across the country in about 2 months time this is a this is a very smoky cigar it has a smoky flavor to it and i i think about the very first time i said to you on the live on the air third show I said, is it okay if I say that it tastes smoky? And you said, yeah, some cigars have that smoky flavor. There's only a few. This one has some smoky essence to it, like a good smoked prosciutto. Or is that prosciutto? Because that's what you had, had at that, the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this meat thing? Yeah, what is this in, thing that looks like bacon but doesn't taste like bacon? Yeah. Um, no, good job. It's burning beautiful. Nice, beautiful white ash. You did a good job. Hanky, I'm proud of you. Good draw. Yeah, you did a good job. So uh, we'll see what he ends up, uh, where he ends up going. And, and this is, uh, you know, if you were to compare it with Davidoff, it's... Um, it's not Davidoff. No, it's not a Davidoff. It's, uh, it's something different. Yeah. So it, it's, it's milder in flavor, especially after coming off the aging room we just came off of anyway. But a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. flavor. And I, I, as you were saying, you saw this for three years tweaked, tweaked, tweaked until he finally said, okay, this is it, and he's ready to come out. So it's important. The first That's one not the longest run either. Um, one of the cigars, and we'll hear about it in round two, Mundial, was shown at the trade show over five years ago, 
and the blend wasn't right, so Alan Ruman pulled it, didn't go out for production, worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, and then finally released it this year. Did you see anything at the Fuente booth? I know you already had um, the Newmans on, uh, but at the Fuente booth, they were talking about cigars that were com coming out with their 100th anniversary, which was a year ago. They later wrote a press release that said they didn't make it in time. They only had 100 years to know. They knew what was coming, 100 years right. was coming. They didn't quite make it, so they were going to come out with it in the 101st anniversary, which was they were going to call year one. I did not see it. The, it was, that booth was so slammed with people every time I went in. Yeah. didn't matter. I went in with the recorder on the last day in the last hour, and it was still one of the most full booths there. Difficult to get shown around. Uh, I only saw a couple of things. There's a new Fuente coffee coming out, though. Really? Yeah. You drink it? I did. Yeah? It's good. Yeah? It's espresso. It's espresso coffee. They came coffee. out with coffee years ago. Opus X came out with coffee. Fuente. No, I don't think it was Opus X. I think it was Fuente coffee that came out years ago. Hey, guys, I got uh, Chuck on the line. He wants to get, jump in in here. Let, hey, Chuck, are you there? Can you hear us? I can hear you guys loud and clear. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, Isn't this can. nice? You, you're there with the uh, New England Patriots, huh? Uh, actually, no, man. This is uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is making mountains move related, man. This is um, oh, making uh, mountains move. Conference with, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm out here in Denver, and um, you know me, man. I'm uh, I'm committed to the Cigar Authority. I would never miss a show, even if I'm not there. And I just figured I'd call <laughs> in and anxious to hear about your trip. But also, guys, I mean, here I am at a business conference. Um, I got a good gentleman's way for you guys this week. Well, let's do it. All let's right. do it. You need a gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman. Now, there's a gentleman calling yeah. in and making sure he got his job done. There you go, Chuck. Ray brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Please spend smoking a Debonair. Can never, ever be subtracted from one's life. And as I mentioned, I'm out here in Denver at a, uh, at a software conference. The name of the conference is Don't Be a Wussy. So it's all about unleashing your inner badass, if you will. Just unleashing that fear to live life at a higher level. And what I figured I'd share with you guys today, because, again, we're all gentlemen on this show, and I figured I'd do my best to offer some advice, offer some guidance to not only live life at a higher level, but help you in your business, in your job, in your career to have some more increase, right, to have some more value. And uh, as you guys know, it's all about living life at a higher level. Okay. A lot of similarities with, uh, with business and success tips, if you will, and I'm now reading a brilliant book that was written in 1910 called The Science of Getting Rich. It was written by a guy named uh, Wallace D. Waddles. I don't know. I think you're going to love this because I'll tell you, I read this book. I think of all the successful people that I know in business and life as a parent, as a, uh, as, as, a, as a boss, as an employee, if you will. He's giving to every person more than you can take from him. And here's, here's a direct quote. You cannot give everyone more in the cash market value than you take from him, but you can give him more in use value than the cash value in the thing that you take from him. Let me give you an example. This book, he says, the paper, the ink, and the other materials in this book may not be worth the actual money that you pay for it, but 
if the ideas suggested by it bring you thousands of dollars, you would not have been wrong by those who sold it to you. They have given you a great use value for a small cash value. Let us suppose that I own a picture by one of the greatest artists in the world, which in a developed society is worth thousands of dollars. I take it to Baffin Bay and by salesmanship induce a native dweller to give a bundle of his furs worth $500 for it. I have really wronged him, for he has no use for the picture. It has no value to him. It will not add to his life. But suppose I give him a gun that's worth $50 for his furs. Then he has made a good bargain. He has more use for the gun. It will get him many more furs and much more food. It will add to his life in every way. It will make him rich. When you rise from the competitive to the creative plane, you can scan your business transactions very strictly. And if you are selling any person anything which does not add more to his life than the thing he gives you in exchange, you can afford to stop it. You do not have to beat anybody in business. And if you are in a business which does beat people, reconsider your, your, your uh, actions. Sure. Give every person more in use value than you take from him in cash value. Then you are adding to the life of the world by every business transaction. And guys, I, I have to tell you this, guys, because I've been thinking about the cigar industry, and you probably witnessed this firsthand yourselves out there in Vegas. And I think specifically of the, uh, like, for example, all the promotions that you guys do at Two Guys Smoke Shops, you know, uh, get a box and you get a free T-shirt, like the Davidoff promotion for you, a few weeks ago, you know, you got a T-shirt, you got literally $300 headphones. You're offering more in, in product value then you're charging in cash value, adding more sure. in, in, this, in this notion of increase in the business transaction. I'll tell you, when you operate that way, you'll not only ever be hurting for business, your customers will come to you time and time again. Give them, give them more. Over-deliver. 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 And, and over that's deliver. what exactly. would do. Terrific. It would, it would be like somebody taking the day off today, replacing with somebody who got paid, and you calling in anyway to do the gentleman's way. Very good. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Instead of sticking poor Rich with it. Right. That's right. So that's, that's awesome. Right. I told Rich, I'm like, don't worry, buddy. We do a gentleman's way. Normally, the producer, if he was a true gentleman, would do it himself. But I will alleviate that uh, that duty for you, and I will do it myself. I want to call in. I want to connect with my with my homies, Dave and Mr. Jonathan, the Cigar Authority, and uh, this gentleman's way, man. I think... Uh, in order to do a segment like this, you have to live by that. So it's an honor to connect with you guys live here in Denver. And uh, I know you guys just got back from travel. And, uh, you know, hey, you're doing the show yourselves. And I know it was a huge event. And, again, I can't wait to listen to the podcast to hear all about it and uh, just connect with you guys to see how it went. Because I know, Mr. Jonathan, it was your first time out there. And I know Adam went out there. But I, just, I can't wait to hear the stories and uh, the buying experiences, the trade booths, and, most importantly, guys, the new brands that are coming out. Yeah, baby. Absolutely. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Debonair. Debonair. Gentleman's Way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough? And certainly uh, you are, Mr. Chuck Morrison. Thank you for, for calling in. And we'll have Chuck back on the show next week. And, and we uh, we'll have new cigars for him to try and uh, lots more. Which I, means I now have a debonair in the can already written because I was ready just in case something happened. A debonair in the can. That's Ooh. right. Oh, sounds painful. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we have news from the asylum. More new cigars and interviews from Mr. Jonathan. And I have some questions for him about the show. We'll see if he was paying attention. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Uh, this is Edgar Dacamanti. 
from Northeast Sales, and uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the cigar agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the cigar agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Losers Anonymous Hotline, how can I help you? Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, He was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop 
to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as Hey You. He is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mmm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hello, this is Paul Joyo from Ocean State Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back with the Cigar Authority. Last segment, and we got lots coming up. We want to hear more from Mr. Jonathan, but before we do that, uh, so far, so good, too. Yeah. Rich is doing a good job. Sean in the studio, good job. We're hanging in. Our last segment, pretty good. Chuck Morrison checking in, just making sure it's going, and it's going. I like it. Our fingers are crossed for the last segment. I got questions for Mr. Jonathan, his first year at the trade show. All right. I'm ready. All right. So I wasn't there with you. You weren't. I was at the booth, and we would meet up. You actually were there with me. Gianna is a mini female version of you. Yeah. When she is trying to say something and you're not understanding it, she says it's slower. 
and much louder. And then you understand. No, not always, no. but I try. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, we had talked about this before when um, Asylum came out with a 6 by 80 and I stomped my feet and I said, this is it, folks. But everybody was saying, it will be at the show. We will have the 100 ring gauge cigar at the show. What was the biggest ring gauge you saw there? The biggest ring gauge I saw was the new Asylum 6 by 80 in the Corojo. I did not see a 100 ring gauge cigar. I saw a, uh, a ten and a half inch, sixty ring gauge cigar, but the ring gauge itself, eighty was the biggest. Eighty's the biggest, and it's still held by Asylum, and hopefully it stops right there. But they do have a different wrapper, huh? Corojo wrapper. Corojo wrapper, and the Asylum expecting that soon. Yes. Okay. Uh, what booth had the best food and drink at it? Because at these trade shows, they, they lure you in for certain different things. I mean, we lured them in with a magician doing card tricks and crazy stuff. Um, pretty girls at some booth. I w have always been attracted to the booths with the food. I'm going to say that I was very intrigued by the chocolate-covered bacon. Okay. And since I was not allowed to eat it, I disqualify them. Uh, I would, I'm going to say General Cigar had... You could have eaten it if you gave them an order. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't smoke the cigar. I already had one going in my hand. Uh, I had the new Spirit of Art going. I wasn't putting oh, that down. Oh, yeah. That thing was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there was uh, a General Cigar had a spread on every single day. Coffee, fresh-pressed juice, danishes. Uh, their, their table of food was bigger than some booths. Really? Yeah. It was huge. Rocky usually puts a spread out. He had, a, he had a full bar going. Full bar. Uh, there was no food that I saw, but it was a full bar. You could have anything you wanted. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't about to pull the trigger on that just in case he worked some crazy deal or whatever. All right. What booth had the biggest celebrity? Uh, I'm going to say Padron because I bumped into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's not, not only the seven-time Mr. Olympia, he's not only the former governor of California and the greatest action hero of all time, he is uh, also a cigar smoker. So... He has a bad um, choice of women, I would say. Bad well, choice of women. What he, I mean, the poor guy, everybody wanted to take his the picture. The poor guy. Everybody's trying to, you know, I mean, he's in the spotlight all the time. He can't help it. I have to imagine anyone who considers him just Arnold, just calls him Arnold, has to be good. So I, I have to imagine that that's the attraction. And Let's take, for instance, one of our um, reps from Drew Estates, where we normally see in John Hart. Outlandish outfits. He was dressed debonair. That he was. As, as the people in debonair were dressed. Yes. Now, Phil was dressed. Phil had, Phil had a three-piece suit going on, multiple pockets in his jackets. It was good, but I still had him every <laughs> single day. I had a different suit on, plus my tuxedo. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you had the tuxedo going. If too. I had to give it to an exhibitor, I would say Phil Zangi has it going on with the suits. I mean, he had a suit tailored to his body, made every stitch of it done for him. So we'll give it to Phil. Okay. Um, but best prize, best prize at the show. The best prize available was a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth yes. cognac. Um, I was hoping to win. That was at the, um, the uh, Cuba via, Rica via Havana. Via Havana, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's I, like over two grand for a bottle. Twenty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, twenty-five hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, that was pretty Louis. cool. I would like to win that. Yeah. 
Uh, we don't know if we won or we, we did know not we win. We did not, we did not win. win. I usually win those things because well, my order is so large. The order was huge. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> usually the large order, but um, didn't happen this time. Uh, best booth awards. We did not hear from that. We were at the Cigar Journal uh, award ceremony, and then we had to bolt out to make it to a second party, so we didn't get a chance to hear who won. I did hear Nick Perdomo won. Uh, best value brand for Nicaragua. I happened to bump into Nick later on. He told me. Well, that is that is the Cigar Journal Awards, which is something different. But actually, the best booth awards is who would win from the IPCPR. They have an awards of okay. who had the best booth. I was busy buying when they were. Do- I heard them doing the award ceremony on the other side, but I wasn't going to stop what I was doing to go over and see it. Okay. Most copied item. Usually at trade shows, one person puts something out, and then everybody... This is an uncomfortable question, because I saw a lot of cigars with wicks. Ah. I saw six different cigars with wicks. Okay, so they're copying my firecracker. There's that. There was also... There were four short story lookalikes. Okay. So that would be the second one. All right. Um, How many cigars did you smoke? Every single day, I was... I, when I sat down and actually did the math, I averaged 22 a day from day two to the last day. One day I was I was close to 40, 39, then a half. Yeah. And then there was there was the uh, the last day, maybe only 15, but because it was because it was a half day. Half day, yeah. It was it was yeah. a lot of cigars. Um, average temperature. 115 degrees, and I only know that because I had to go out once to Best Buy and pick up cables, yeah. and it was uh, dry heat. It was a dry yeah, it heat. Was, well, what happens with dry heat is when it's 115 out, it feels like it's 105. It's still 105. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we get off the plane coming back, and it's almost 100 degrees here in yeah. Boston at Logan Airport, and it wasn't a dry heat. No, it was not. Oh, my God. That felt like it was 117. Yep. Uh, miles walked. 30? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a, a lot. lot of walking. It's a lot. And hours slept? Very few. Very few. Four, <laughs> four per night, maybe? Yeah, if we were lucky. So that's what ends up happening at the trade show. It is no cakewalk, right? It is no, it's no it's cakewalk. A, it's, a, it's a tough thing, and people look at it and think that, uh, oh, you're going on vacation. Vacation is right now. We're back to work. Absolutely. It's a lot easier here than it is uh, buying a million dollars worth of cigars and, and running a trade show and running the... Um, the um, the booth and everything that all the problems and technology again it becomes technology problems. Everything right? breaks down to technology, man. Breaks down to it. So, uh, Mr. Jonathan Part Two, are you ready? Why don't we do Asylum because they're a uh, oh, okay. sponsor, and then we'll go to Part Two. All right. So it's time for news from the Asylum, brought to you by Asylum Cigars with their new straight jacket. Take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right, that's Asylum. The year was 1817, and Dr. Barry O'Mara had a job to do. Extract a worn, partially decayed tooth from the scurvy-ridden mouth of the man who had put short in short man's complex, Napoleon Bonaparte. 
Little did he know that 200 years later, that very tooth would command $19,140 at auction from a private collector. First of all, that's insane. Second of all, who collects teeth? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. -ha. They're coming to take me away. It just says he's a buyer for everything. Funny bar, yeah. where life a lot is beautiful too. all the time. And insane. I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. And do you know the name of the person singing that song? No. The name of the group? I don't. Napoleon Bonaparte. Really? How do you like that? I like it. It's a perfect, uh, I'll tell you, we did a cigar dinner years ago, uh, two guys smoke shop's eighth anniversary party, we had Red Owl back there, and I sat ne next to Red, and he was smoking a cigar, and he got up and he did a speech for about a half hour, and he was one of those guys that really chewed on a cigar, and he pulled this cigar out of his mouth, and the thing was soaking wet, and chewed up, and basically slid slithered out of his mouth, it was gross, and he put the cigar down, and uh, they're cleaning up um, the ashtrays, and somebody at another table walked over and grabbed the cigar and looked at me and said, is it okay if I take this, this grossed-out, chewed-up cigar that Red Auerbach had in his mouth? And I said, yeah, man, go, go for it. Yes, go I go. <laughs> yeah, you crazy. <laughs> years later, years later, eBay comes out, Red Auerbach dies, and on eBay is a cigar that was previously smoked by Red Auerbach. Oh, my God. And somebody bought the thing, and it was a lot of money. I don't remember exactly what it was, but somebody bought this thing. So everything's for sale, and there's, and there's somebody for everything, I guess. I guess so. Gross. Uh, Up-and-coming events coming up. Now, we on the Cigar Authority are about to hit the road pretty soon. August 10th, we'll be live from the north end of Boston in the Italian section called the North End at the Feast, the Madonna della Cava. Uh, outdoors, rain or shine, we're going to be there, and we're going to be eating lots of food, smoking cigars. Uh, people will be looking at us funny for smoking, but uh, we're going to do it anyway. That's August 10th in the North End, Madonna della Cava. August 24th, we go to Colorado to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, and uh, that is a time. I mean, there'd be three, 4,000 cigar smokers all together, and it's funny, uh, Rocky Mountain, Colorado, um, Denver, Colorado, not Denver, where is it? Um, I think it's Denver, isn't it? Mile High City? Mm, whatever. It's the first city in Colorado, actually, that outlawed smoking. No indoor smoking. First city in the whole country that did it. And this is exactly where they have the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, which is awesome place to do it. September 14th, the motorcycle run. If you're a motorcycler and you want to be part of this, uh, the motorcycle run is leaving Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We'll, we'll, we'll be broadcasting right outdoors next to them and returning uh, later in the day. 200 bikes. It's all for charity. And at the same time, we'll be shooting our smoking cigar calendar at the same time. Uh, a quick reminder, Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary is September 25th at the Burroughs in Haverhill. Big event, 15 different cigar manufacturers will be there. We are giving away a DeLorean, and we have tickets still available because uh, we released another 50 of them. It's a $200 ticket. You get 15 cigars, a sit-down dinner, uh, and a chance to win the DeLorean along with music, comedy, um, 
Lots of stuff. Yeah, great, tons. great an event. Uh, if you want to uh, have any part of that, if you want to be there and join us, believe me, it's the best $200 you could ever smoke if you're into cigars. Uh, please give us a call at Two Guys Smoke Shop and uh, get your tickets uh, before they uh, sell out. It sells out every year, so you don't want to miss it. September 25th, and you can call Two Guys Smoke Shop at 603-898-2221 and get your tickets or stop by any Two Guys Smoke Shop location, Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua. That phone number again, 603-898-2221. Yes. So uh, you're at the IPCPR trade show. We see lots of different cigars, and we have notes here from Gianna who gave us... Uh, a couple of new interesting things. things. Yep. Uh, Jay Fuego announced his uh, origin originals here on the show yes. way back. Yeah. The Lost episode. Yes. So he announced it on the show. It's a little five-pack. They're a little rough kind of made cigars. Hand, like hand-rolled, no mold. Yeah. Uh, he's got a new sleeve called the Grand Reserve Corojo Number no. 1. We took it on. Uh, I smoked it. It's the strongest one over the line. Most flavor. Very, very good. Good. Jay Fuego. Uh, we talked about the iconic leaf, the cigar that you don't need a cutter for. Uh, there's also uh, one that I saw. I thought was interesting for the packaging. I smoked the cigar, and we decided not to take it on for right now. It may come in later. American Kickass has uh, very vibrant boxes. It drew my eye from way, way far away. Uh, La Florida Minicana. How did it their, taste? How did it taste? Eh, it was okay. Uh, Chisel Tubo by La Florida Minicana. They're putting their chisels in a tube. Take it on the golf course. Uh, Swags M21, which we smoked is only available in brick-and-mortar cigar shops. They will not allow it to be sold online at all. Not price-protected, not by the single, only in brick-and-mortar cigar shops. It's the only way you can get it. So you're going to have to find a local shop close to you to be able to smoke that Did cigar. we order it? Oh, yeah, we just smoked it. That's the oh, one. the swag. Yeah, no, the uh, aging room. No, but you just said swag. I'm sorry. She took goofy notes. Okay. Uh, oh, snap. Purisol is... Uh, <laughs> And he reads whatever is written. Exactly. I'm Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, Soul by Robert Wright was one of the standouts, uh, along with um, Brickhouse Maduro, the Robusto size. Uh, everybody was talking about those two cigars. Okay, we're out of time. We're going to save part two for Mr. Jonathan next week. A lot, a lot more. So uh, what retailers are saying about the best, the hottest cigars, boutique cigars, uh, hot cigars, what does that mean? We'll talk about that. Uh, news from IPCPR, we have lots more of that coming too. So for, for uh, Rich, good job, Rich. Uh, for the guys in the studio, for Chuck Morrison calling us in. Bye, everybody. Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy.